Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Did a fake news commentator really say that the GOP was worse than Al-Qaeda and bin Laden? Yep, and we're going to show it to you. And why is the Biden administration so afraid of what will be found in the Arizona election audit? We will tell you exactly why they are worried. And we will tell you all about a private school telling its teachers to not get vaccinated. How about that? Good evening, I'm Dr. Gina, and welcome to Primetime. We start off today with a very special doctor's orders. During all this pandemic crazy, it's been kind of a fun mission to find businesses and business owners willing to take a stand to the nanny state and their ridiculous mask mandates and lockdown rules, right? Now, over the past year, I've learned where I can eat, where I can shop, where I can go in South Florida, where I will not be harassed to put a mask on or be subjected to dumb and arbitrary rules like wearing a mask to walk across a restaurant and then taking it off as sitting down as if somehow that is going to protect you from COVID. I have walked out of countless businesses to make it known that I will not be bullied by small and insecure people who like to exert their power that they probably never had before over others by telling them to put on a mask. And I was even banned from an airline, even though I was absolutely following their rules and willing to follow their ridiculous rules. But over the past year or more, I know exactly where to go that I will not be harassed. And I tell my friends, and we all talk about it, we all enjoy patronizing those businesses in just a few miles south of here in Miami, there is a private school called the Sentner Academy that made some headlines when the school's co-founder said that they won't have any part of an experimental vaccine and that if their teachers wanted to get the vaccine, they'd better wait until summer break or go work someplace else because they would not be allowed around the students after taking an experimental drug. Here's a portion of the news report from the local Miami CBS affiliate about the Sentner Academy. San Nuna, South Florida private school is stirring up controversy after its CEO says the school won't hire anyone, including teachers who get the coronavirus vaccine. Good afternoon, I'm Maribel Rodriguez. The Sentner Academy in Miami sent an email to parents calling the vaccine an experimental drug. CBS 4's Brooke Schaefer is live outside the school in Miami with reaction from parents. Brooke? Maribel, the CEO of the Sentner Academy has shared conspiracy theories recently on her Instagram. Now she's making a move at her own private school saying teachers who want to work here 
can't get the COVID-19 vaccine. In letters to parents and teachers, the private school asked teachers and staff who want to be vaccinated to wait until the end of the school year and said they, quote, cannot allow recently vaccinated people near students. In letters, the school called the vaccine experimental and claimed tens of thousands of women worldwide had adverse reproductive issues like miscarriages or irregular periods by just being near someone who was recently vaccinated. Theories which have been debunked by doctors and the CDC. And Maribel, I did get an emailed statement from the school's CEO saying in part that until more is known, they're going to err on the side of caution. Again, doctors and the CDC have continued to say this vaccine is safe. The school has told teachers if they do want to get the vaccine over the summer, they won't be allowed back to school until those vaccine clinical trials are complete. Now, for the sake of full disclosure, I want to say the Sentners are personal friends of my husband and mine, and they will be on the show next week to talk about this. Um, but I also want to tell you, because I think this is an important part of this story, I came across the story on Gateway Pundit when a friend of mine from my old town of St. Louis sent me the story. I didn't even look to see what school it was before I had already sent it to my producers to say, I want to cover this on the show tomorrow. Go find these owners, having no idea it was the Sentners who happen to be good personal friends of mine. And as I said, we will have them on the show next week. Now, the New York Times took notice of this school, and they slammed them as anti-vax and conspiracy theorists, as you heard. And they had to admit, though, this has not been a negative move by the school. Check out this quote from the Times piece. Alarmed parents frantically texted one another on WhatsApp, trying to find a way to pull their children out at the end of the term. Inside Sentner Academy, however, hundreds of queries from all over the world came in for teaching positions, according to the administration. More came from people who wanted to enroll their children at the school where tuition runs up to $30,000 a year, which is pretty average, frankly, for private schools here in South Florida. Now, this doesn't surprise me at all. In fact, when the Sentners told my husband about this, and I, he had not relayed the story to me yet, um, my husband, the first thing he says, well, you, you've got to build one of these schools in Palm Beach County so that all of our kids can go there. Now, as someone who has been looking frantically over the past year for businesses that would just respect my rights, my rights to my decisions about my life and my children, I can assure you that Sentinel Academy will have a plethora of teachers who will be applying to work there. Heck, I might apply for some part-time work there. I've taught a lot of times in my life, and if they needed any teachers, I tell you what, I'd be happy to do it. Plenty of freedom-loving parents, I can also assure you, are more than ready to send their children to a school that won't force masks and distancing and other ridiculous rules on children and will not endanger them by mandating a vaccine for something that children are at zero risk of even being injured by. So, as you're out and about these days, don't be afraid to let a business know that you will not be bullied. Seek out businesses that respect your rights and respect your freedom to choose whether or not, and I mean this too, if you are more comfortable with the mask, you wear that mask. If you want the vaccine, you get that vaccine. I respect your medical freedom, and all I'm asking is that you respect mine. And if you're a business owner, go ahead and make it known that you are a business that respects the freedom and the intelligence of their customers. Do not be afraid of the cancel mob because once the word gets out that you are a freedom-loving business, people will be lined up at your door. And let's keep reading the science, and let's keep doing the math, 
3,000 deaths from this vaccine is something that our government should be paying attention to, and it's more than that, actually. It's more than any other vaccine, and it's more than any other flu shot has ever, um, has ever had in the history of experimental vaccines. And so it's something that we should be asking a lot of questions about. And that's your job, to keep asking questions and not to cower in the face of people who get a little bit of power and want to drive you out of their store or out of their airline. You can be polite, but you ask the questions and you stand up for your rights. And that's your doctor's orders tonight. All right, now, as you can see in the corner of the screen here, we are still monitoring the Arizona election audit. And a very disturbing story broke last night that the Biden DOJ is going to involve themselves. Biden DOJ involving themselves in just about anything is absolutely terrifying. But the story actually revealed to me, anyway, how worried this means that the Biden administration actually is about what that audit may find. Why else would they want to shut it down? Why else would they want to meddle? The headline from Politico says this, the U.S. Justice Department is worried about the Arizona vote recount. So first, the media just shuts it out, won't cover it at all. We're covering it, very few other outlets are covering it, but why? What are they so afraid of? And now, the DOJ has sent a nasty letter to the Arizona State Senate with all sorts of complaints that their audit might be a violation of federal law. Hmm. So if you wondered whether the election was shady in 2020, well, I guess now you have your answer. If the feds had stayed out of the way and allowed it to happen, then they could just sit back and laugh, right? If they were right, they could just say, hey, see, we were right. The audit happened, proved everything we said was true. You were all conspiracy theorists. But now that the feds are objecting, we know what they're worried about, and we know what would be found. And the same is true for Rudy Giuliani. The left called him a crackpot. They called him a conspiracy theorist. They said this investigation into the Joe and Hunter Biden corruption in Ukraine was absolutely baseless. And then what did they do? Well, they raided Rudy Giuliani's home and office. Now tell me something. If Rudy were a crackpot conspiracy theorist, then why is the Biden DOJ so afraid of him? The Biden DOJ is bad at playing poker. No poker face at all. This is what they call a tell. They have told on themselves. The establishment was bluffing when they said there was nothing wrong with our elections, and they flinched when it came time to keep their poker face, to keep their cool. The DOJ couldn't control themselves to stay out of the Arizona audit because they were too afraid of what they'll find. If they weren't, they wouldn't be bothering them. And they can't stay out of Rudy Giuliani's business either because they're scared. Coming up, Jim Hoft of the Gateway Pundit has been watching this Arizona audit, audit with eagle eyes, and he will tell us the latest on that. And we'll talk about the Sentner School and some other disturbing, disturbing stories. What the left calls science, you might call gore. We're going to talk about that next right here on Dr. Gina Primetime. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. 
welcome back to Dr. Gina Primetime. So glad you are with us, by the way. Now, we are still monitoring this Arizona election audit, unlike much of the alphabet suit media anyway. And last night, I was perusing one of my favorite sites out there, the Gateway Pundit. If you aren't a fan, read it, you will be. And I saw a story that really concerned me several, actually. Um, I couldn't believe that the Biden DOJ had begun meddling in the Arizona election audit, although you can, but you can't. But that story actually revealed to me one thing that I think is worth accentuating more perhaps than anything else, and that is this. It means one thing, and that is that the Biden administration is very concerned about what this audit will find. Here with me now, the founder of The Gateway Pundit, Jim Hawk. Jim, great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. Good to be with you, Dr. Gina. First, I'm going to ask you just to update us. I know you're constantly getting tips and updates on these kinds of things. What do we know? Uh, there has been so much going on in the past, uh, like you said, 24 hours. Uh, yesterday, as you mentioned, the Department of Justice finally responded to the Arizona audit uh, they sent the letter out uh, saying that they may interfere with the process. Now, if you look at that letter, Dr. Gina, the person who authored that is none other than this Stanford University professor, Dr. Carlin, who uh, was the one during the impeachment trial who made that nasty joke about Barron Trump. She's the one oh, who wow. sent this letter to Arizona. Um, so, of course, it's very concerning. We spoke with the audit director today from from Arizona, Ken, uh, uh, I'm blanking on his name, but uh, he uh, he told us that they are uh, very concerned about this. But uh, as long as they don't try to interfere, things will be fine. But uh, if they if they try to interfere, there's going to be some real problems. And uh, Kelly Ward, Dr. Kelly Ward, told us last night, and she's the GOP chair of the state, that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, if uh, if they try to do something, uh, they, they don't have the jurisdiction to do that. So that's what they're saying there, the Arizona officials. But you're absolutely right, Dr. Gina, absolutely 100% right. The only reason they're sending out this letter, the only reason they're reacting the way they are is because they are very worried about what they're going to find in this forensic audit. Yeah, this is a tell to be sure. And we did have Dr. Ward on, I believe, day before yesterday, and she was slated to be on today. Um, I think we will have her back soon. But I can only imagine what they're going through because you know, if if they blink for one second, um, you know, somehow uh, the Biden powers that be right. are going to try to pull some stunts because that's the way the left has decided to win these Absolutely. days instead of doing anything honestly. Um, and so right. what do you, what all do you think that um, the feds are so afraid they will find? Well, uh, absolutely. We think they're going to find a lot of fraud. If you look at the numbers in Arizona, they, they just, uh, they never made sense, Dr. Gina. All of the new voters went to Joe Biden. Joe Biden couldn't get 20 people at a rally in Arizona when, a month before the election. Um, and yet they're saying that he had this enormous turnout. So there's a lot of suspect, um, uh, sus so, you know, people who are very suspect of what's going on there. A couple other things that happened, Dr. Gina. This, uh, this uh, Secretary of State, this big liberal there, she's been fighting the process the whole time. And what we found out at Gateway Pundit is she's sending in people 
who aren't with the Secretary of State's office. She's sending in these national operatives who are going in on the audit floor and uh, and perusing around, trying to find something they can find, you know, to make a splashy headline. But they're not even with her office, so they're not being uh, honest with the uh, the audit staff about who these people are. Uh, we also found out two very big things today. One is uh, they have not given over the password to get into these machines, and and they finally released this letter that says we can't give over the passwords because we don't have them. But that tells you that someone else has the passwords to these voting machines. It's really stunning. It's just a stunning wow. development that we put on Gateway Pundit. And so what that says is somebody else was in control of these machines and not the Maricopa County officials. The other thing we found, and this is our head story on, on Gateway Pundit, and that is that uh, this, these uh, uh, sensors, these um, uh, pieces of equipment, let me, uh, let me get the right, external devices, external, um, uh, anyway, uh, they were taking them home at night, external drive, okay? They go with these oh, right. machines. And forgive mm -hmm. me for my uh, stuttering on this, but uh, uh, they were taking okay, these home at night, off-site, and it's just like, what? You know, how can you do that when you're, when you're trying to run this election and, as we know, they kept bringing in ballots days after the election, and then they were taking parts of the equipment home at night. And they don't, and they're not telling us who took them home, or who was in control. So again, that should disqualify the whole election. There's no chain of custody. Um, we've seen this uh, in several states, but this is very apparent there. One last thing: we have a reporter mm -hmm. on the ground in Arizona, and today he ran into uh, the Secretary of State. Miss Hobbs, and he uh, chased her down, asking her questions. We're going to put up this video. She wouldn't answer anything, but it was kind of a James O'Keefe type uh, inquisition where he's he's following her, and she just won't answer. Why is she doing all these things to try to block the audit? Great video. Wow, wow. Well, we will be uh, watching for that, and we are just so everyone knows, and we will be every single day on this show. Um, running the Arizona election audit down in the corner of our shows. We are eyes on all the time. We think this is incredibly important, and we frankly are appalled that other news outlets don't see this as Absolutely. anything that they need to cover. The feds, Jim, say, yeah, they say that um, if the auditors go door to door um, to see if voters actually live at these addresses that mailed in the ballots, that this would be voter intimidation. But, Jim, this is a very important way to find out if voters are dead or alive, right? Or if they moved right. away. And, yeah, and a very important way to find out that the election was secure or not. This is, I, I'd like to know right. what their suggestion is. If this is voter intimidation, then how exactly do we get to prove that this was legit? Right. Well, we know for a fact, and we, we have uh, spoken with some people on the ground there who have gone to some of these residents where they found 10 or 15 people that they say were living at this, uh, this uh, you know, uh, empty lot or something. So they're finding a lot of, uh, you know, very suspect ballots down there. And, uh, and, and they have every right to go and see if these are legitimate voters. And they are not harassing these people. They are very polite. And as you can imagine... Uh, Dr. Tina, most of these people are very grateful that somebody's coming to the door to ask them if it was actually their vote because they're finding out many of these were not. Yeah. Um, how much longer do we expect this um, audit to take? Right. Um, you, you know, uh,
the the actual audit inside the arena, there's going to be a break here where there's some other event, I think some graduations that are going to be held in this arena. So they're going to have to move the equipment aside for several days. But then what we've heard from uh, Ken Bennett, the uh, audit director, they're going to move it back on the floor and they're going to continue with the, uh, the process. So, uh, you know, um, God willing, Dr. Gina, we've, we're praying it's gateway funded. I know you are that they complete this process and that, uh, you know, we find out what, what happened and we're going to be OK with that. We know it's a great process. If they don't find anything, that's fine. If they do find massive fraud, which is what we suspect, then, you know, we need to know that. So shame on this Katie Hobbs, the secretary of state, shame on the Democrats, shame on the Biden administration for trying to block this process and shut it down. Absolutely. Shame on them. All right. I want to move on to another story on Gateway Pundit earlier this week um, about the Sentner School in Miami, Florida, just down the road from where we shoot this uh, show. Um, and it's Sentner Academy is the name of it. And um, and the, the news media, we already ran the clip, so I'm not going to run that again because it's kind of long. I was surprised, first of all, that a local mainstream media television outlet even covered this story. I thought that was amazing. The story, of course, is about um, the folks that own the school saying that they didn't want to endanger children due to vaccine shedding. So they were asking teachers if they wouldn't mind waiting until summer break, which is right around the corner here, um, to get their vaccine if that's what they wanted to do because they we are hearing stories about problems, complications with the vaccine. There, there have been deaths from the vaccines, but the vaccine shedding is something that hasn't been analyzed yet and could even be more danger to a child's more sensitive and growing immune system and all of those things from what I've read um, than, it is, than it would be to an adult, for example. Um, now, of course, immediately the media is saying, oh, that's ridiculous, they're anti-vaxxers, all the rest of it, because you're not allowed to say anything about this vaccine or anything that's contrary in any way to what the administration's saying. But Jim, I just wondered if you had any updates on that story, and uh, if I'm missing anything on that, any insight you have. Well, it sounds like uh, the administration there are very uh, responsible, and uh, that is because you know, Dr. Gina, that if you're under the age of 19, uh, you have very little chance that this disease is going to affect you in a great way. Uh, the, the chance of death or uh, the mortality rate for young people is just almost nil. We've reported on the Gateway Pundit that children have a greater chance of drowning than they would dying from this disease. So I think it's very responsible for the staff to, um, to take, uh, you know, there's a lot of questions still about the vaccine. And I think that's responsible for them to take their time with this and not, you know, put their children in danger. What, what a great thing to do. Right. Absolutely. It's absolutely fascinating. And, um, and, and as a result, they're getting lots of applicants. I know we're begging for them to build a school here in Palm Beach. And they're getting lots of applicants for those teaching positions if anybody decides to leave. So it's funny how Americans love freedom. And I, I would love to see other business owners emboldened by what the right. Sentners have done with their academy. I think it's absolutely beautiful. Um, and I appreciate you covering it and breaking all this kind of stuff all the time at Gateway Pundit. One more question for you, uh, Jim. As I was on your site, I noticed one of the most horrific headlines I've ever read in my whole entire life, and you probably know where I'm going. Dr. Fauci, um, being the gem that he is, is funding the most gruesome thing I've literally ever heard in my life. This is a University of Pittsburgh study. They are 
skinning the scalps, and I'm not showing you the pictures, but if people want to see the evidence for themselves, they could go to your site, gatewaypundit.com. You can see the pictures. They are there. Some of the most horrific things I've ever seen. My children watched this, and I just didn't want them to be haunted by it, so I, I decided not to put the pictures up. Skinning the scalps off of babies and growing them on lab rats. If this doesn't tell us pretty much everything we need to know about Fauci, if we didn't already know what he was made of in terms of any sort of bearing in morality, Jim, this is the sickest thing I've ever heard. I, I agree with you. I think it's so horrendous. Here the babies are dead and yet they took their scalps and put them on a rat to grow their hair. And there's actual pictures of this. And Gina, I'm not a mother, I don't have children, but I can't imagine what uh, mothers, fathers around the country think when they see that. When you have a child and yeah. you see this beautiful little baby with the, the hair and the soft skin, I just can't imagine. It's just so barbaric and uh, Dr. Fauci to be pushing this. I have a lot of questions about that guy. I think he's been a complete disaster. I lost a friend uh, who was uh, uh, in one of the nursing homes and I blame that on Fauci for a number of reasons. Um, I think his, uh, his, his positions have been irresponsible uh, and dangerous and they don't even make sense. So, uh, and, and then to bring in this, this new, uh, you know, peddling uh, parts of babies, including their scalp, it's just barbaric. Really, really barbaric. Well, I'm really sorry to hear about your friend, Jim, and, uh, but I'm so thankful you're still out there shaking it up like you always have been since I knew you back in the Tea Party days. And, That's right. You know, we thought things were grim then. Uh, who knew they could get this grim? But we've, sure we've cycled, and, and I, think, I think we still have it in us to do it again. So Jim Hoft, uh, right. gatewaypundit.com. Uh, be sure you check him out every single day, and thank you for being with us, Jim. Thank you, Dr. Gina. Thanks for all you do. All right, coming up, you will not believe the fake news that was spewed on MSNBC last night. Just when you think it can't get worse, well, it did. Former White House Deputy Secretary, I'll get this out, Deputy Press Secretary, there he is, Hogan Gidley, up next with his thoughts. More Dr. Gina Primetime right after this. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Now, the left has found their favorite new uh, or found their new favorite Republican rather it used to be Mitt Romney but eh, they kind of got bored with him so now that Liz Cheney is on her way out and now that she's criticized Trump the most popular Republican in history and the MAGA movement that's you and a lot of people uh, she's now the darling of the leftist elite media the far left rag the Washington Post printed an op-ed by Liz Cheney the honor is usually reserved for Mitt Romney. He's probably getting a little jealous. And, um, you know, sometimes they also publish Democrats who like to trash Trump and other conservatives. And so uh, with me now to talk about all this is um, Hogan Gidley. Hogan, great to have you. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it, Gina. 
All right, Liz Cheney is uh, the number three ranking Republican in the House of Representatives, as you know. But now that the top two ranking Republicans, Kevin McCarthy and Stephen Scalise, have voiced their disapproval of her, um, is it over for her? Is it over for Hogan? It sure seems so. All the reports I've read, the folks I know on the Hill, other reporters I've spoken with, all pretty much say the same thing: that her time is running short. And it's it's a sad state of affairs because she really has no home at this point. The right is never going to embrace her. Republicans don't really care for her attitude or her dismissive um, um, behavior toward the America first agenda of uh, Donald Trump and the Republican Party. But the left okay. is never going to embrace her fully either. Because remember, at the end of the day, she still is a Cheney. They did not like Dick Cheney. They did not like any of his offspring. And they're never going to fully embrace her type of conservatism either. That being said, yeah. the Washington Post, MSNBC, CNN, they sure love a good self-loathing Republican. They put them on all the time. They let them write op-eds, as you just pointed out. Mitt Romney used to be their favorite one during the impeachment hearings. Um, now it seems that they've begun to gravitate toward uh, Lynn Cheney, even though um, I don't think um, that's gonna last very long because again, she won't go far enough left and she's gonna get ousted. And when she does, um, it's gonna be a whole nother round of stories that somehow, some way, because we don't want her in a position of power, third ranking in the House, that we are embracing what happened on January 6th. It's absolutely disingenuous, as I've said before. It's damaging to the future of the country and it's dangerous rhetoric, but the left just doesn't care. They are all about divisiveness. They are all about driving wedges uh, in between Americans in this country. They've been doing it for decades. They're going to keep doing it. And Liz Cheney is just the latest pawn uh, in that game. Yeah, and add to her list of fans over to MSNBC, surprise, surprise, Joe Reed and Kurt Bardella um, discussed that horrible treatment that Liz Cheney is receiving from her fellow Republicans. And somehow Bardella reasoned that the GOP is now worse for America, Hogan, than anything that the terror group Al-Qaeda and Osama bin Laden ever were. Uh, you won't believe this. I've been thinking to myself this whole time, you know, Al-Qaeda. Osama bin Laden, the Taliban, the people who wanted to do harm to our nation and to our way of life and our democracy, they got nothing on what this Republican Party is doing. The idea that a member of their party, of their leadership, whose last name is Cheney, could be purged from their leadership for telling the truth about January 6th, for telling the truth about a violent insurrection that claimed the lives of, of among of a, a Capitol Police officer. The fact that they won't, people like Cheney won't support the great lie that this election was rigged or there was voter fraud, uh, that anti-democratic forces are hijacking this party, purging one of, one of the members who won't, who won't abide by the party line, uh, that is so detrimental and dangerous. Uh, Hogan, you know, wow, some uh, interesting uh, concepts there. You know, we're now comparing a perfectly logical, freedom-loving patri <clears throat> patriots who think that their party deserves to be represented by someone who's not constantly causing problems and promoting a self-agenda rather than the agenda of the party um, as terrorists. I don't even know where to go with a comment like that. <laughs> with someone so ignorant, someone so divisive, 
And, and I have to note, there was a lot going on in that news clip you just played. Both Joy Ann Reed and Angela Rye sitting there, not stopping their guests and saying, hold on, you're taking that a step too far. Basically agreeing with the notion that somehow, some way, the GOP is in league with terrorists who spend their time and their treasure coming up with ways to kill individuals across this country simply for not believing the way they do. I can't for two seconds fathom what forced that man to make that claim and what prevented the host and the other guests from stopping that person dead in his tracks and saying, that's absolutely insane. You cannot compare Republican office holders in this country to those who have tried to, tried to and succeeded in killing thousands and thousands and thousands of Americans. It's absolutely grotesque on every single level. And this is the type of rhetoric the left has been using that the media has been allowing whenever they are describing Republicans. And remember, I've said on your show before, the left always does the very thing that they're accusing Republicans of doing. They're guilty of it. This is a great example of the divisiveness and the nastiness and the out-and-out lies that they always say we're responsible for. But when they levy a charge like that, invoking terrorism and, and people who have um, you know, death and destruction on their mind that are hell-bent, on, on um, taking over the world via violence, it's absolutely reprehensible to compare the two. Well, I've not known someone who's pretty much as horrible as uh, those two, Joy Reid and Angela Rye. And Angela Rye actually called me a cuss word on air and was never even sanctioned for it, but I believe that was on CNN. I don't think it was on MSNBC. Hogan, I don't think much good has been said about Liz Cheney over the years on MSNBC, but suddenly they love her as much as they love Mitt Romney. Maybe she's looking for a job as a leftist media commentator. I bet you... I bet you, we could wager right now if we were betting people, but I bet you she will be uh, at some point offered a position on one of those as a so-called Republican, like so many on those networks are uh, called when they aren't. Absolutely. And you see a lot of pundits out there that are allowed on some of the leftist networks and they have the word Republican by their name so that the left can point and say, see, even Republicans reject what the party is doing. Even Republicans reject what Donald Trump is doing. But those people aren't Republicans, and everyone knows that. The America First agenda, the Make America Great Again mantra, is something that a vast majority of the American uh, uh, people understand and embrace. The Republican Party is center, uh, is at the center of that policy and of that mantra. Let's not forget, you and I were both at CPAC down in Orlando. 90 plus percent of the people there said whoever the nominee is for president has to push forth that America first agenda. It was what yeah. Donald Trump ran on and it's what he accomplished by putting businesses in this country ahead of businesses in China. The American worker, yeah. the American family, American communities, American companies, that's what Donald Trump focused on, and people like Liz Cheney and Mitt Romney never have. They've allowed other countries to take our money, to take our jobs, to absolutely gut our middle class. Donald Trump stopped that. I think the American people are now seeing 
uh, a return to that globalist mentality thanks to Joe Biden and, of course, Liz Cheney and Mitt Romney continuing down that track. They are going to reject it. We're going to take back the House in 2022 and also take back the White House in 2024 because our policies in this Republican Party, we can now point to Donald Trump and say he expanded the tent with higher numbers of people voting for him in the African-American community and Hispanic community than Mitt Romney ever thought about getting, than George W. Bush ever thought about getting with things like Trump. compassionate conservatism. Donald Trump stood up for the American people. That's going to win the day. And in this piece, I just want to come back to this for one second. I think it is notable and especially interesting um, that Kurt Bardella is still on television in any capacity, Hogan. He was part of the Lincoln Project that uh, billed itself as the anti-Trump Republican group, which, of course, they never were, speaking of fake Republicans. But it was just a grooming apparatus for its founder to groom young men for the founder to hook up with and abuse. But I guess the leftist media has uh, no standards at all. Oh, no, if they weren't for double standards, they'd have no standards. Everyone knows that. And they're going to push forward all the people on the left if they'll attack Donald Trump. It doesn't matter their history. It doesn't matter what company they worked for. It doesn't matter what group they formed, even though they absolutely took people's money and did such disgusting things with it, even though people within the Lincoln Project knew about these allegations as related to uh, one of their own for quite some time, and they never did anything about it. I mean, think about what that did to children, people who were underage, um, the disgusting behavior now exposed. And again, the media knew about stuff like that. So whether it was, you know, Hunter Biden's laptop, whether it was Joe Biden's working uh, you know, with his son in China, Tony Bobolinsky, all the things we know about that have been going on in this country for quite some time, the left will cover it over for any Democrat. They try to run uh, toward getting it uh, first and not right if it has to do with a Republican. You saw that with Russia, for heaven's sakes. You saw that recently with Rudy Giuliani and the FBI uh, warning he never got. Those are the types of things the media have now decided they are going to do. They're going to advocate for the left. They've always done it kind of subtly. Now it's just out and out in the open. They don't care anymore because there is no blowback. The left controls Hollywood. The left controls the mainstream media. The left controls colleges and universities. And of course, the left controls big tech. Hopefully that'll change right. in the future. Hopefully the blowback that we're starting to see now will continue. And clowns like that guy that, that Joanne Reed had on uh, will have no place uh, on television in the future. Yeah, well, it's hard to believe this, Hogan, but actually there's more of this. And I want to watch just a little bit more of what was said and then get your reaction quickly. We're almost out of time. We are a two-party system in this country. That's how it was built, for better or worse. When one of those two parties becomes this radicalized and the core of the party's ideology is anti-democratic, that is a very dangerous development going on that's going to result in more violence, that's going to result in more attempts to overthrow our government, that's going to result in people losing lives, just like January 6th. Well, and, you know, Angela, it, it, it feels like we are at a, a much more dangerous point now because you're also seeing the Republican Party emerge as a white interests party and saying that if they don't get their way, they're willing to literally commit violence to overturn an election because they don't believe people of color even should be apparently, you know, access the voting booth. So, it, so it's conservatives committing violence. The riots in the streets where we've had businesses destroyed, numerous police officers and other law enforcement killed, and not to mention many killed who fit into her identity politics categories right there. Um, and I guess those just don't count at all.
more than $2 billion worth of damage in this country during the you know, summer of quote unquote protests. What the left has done to this country uh, over the last several months is inexcusable. And for people like Joanne Reed to gloss right over the fact that Maxine Waters, for example, openly calls for people in the Trump administration to be harassed at every turn, whatever they're doing, right. you tell them they're not welcome here anymore. For the vice president of the United States to say these types of riots in the summer are gonna continue and they should continue. And for them to say, if we don't get the verdict we want, then we're gonna have to do more damage to this country, holding the American people hostage for a radical racist agenda is inexcusable, and we have to stand up and say no more. Hogan, I want to ask you about Congresswoman Elise Stefanik. She's set to replace Liz Cheney in that leadership position, but some say that Cheney is more conservative with than Stefanik. Cheney actually supported the Trump agenda more often in votes, any, in terms of votes anyway, uh, than did Stefanik, um, even though she didn't support Trump himself. So is it enough to be pro-Trump or is Stefanik going to have to approve her conservative credentials a little more? And how did she come to be sort of the de facto uh, go-to person on this, if you know? Look, I think she really rose to prominence during the impeachment hearings. I mean, she did a great job for us. One of our go-to spokespeople during that, I, I, as I um, ran the, the uh, communications effort to fight back that ridiculous impeachment the first time, um, we all fought against it the second time. Uh, and Elise Stefanik was one of those on the front lines making some of the best points, being one of the strongest defenders of the president of the United States. But you're absolutely right. I do think the policies matter. The support for the president does, in fact, matter. Liz Cheney just continues to go the opposite direction. As long as you're America first, as long as you believe in making America great again, as long as you believe in the American people not being uh, the world's piggy bank, for example, and our tax dollars going into other countries who refuse to pay their fair share, you're going to be in good shape in our party. It's when you decide to go backwards into that corporatist mentality that allows other countries to overtake us. China is a great example of that. And the, the placating to that, to that uh, regime for, for many, many decades has put us into a serious bind. Uh, the American people now know it. They feel it. They saw a reversal of those policies with Donald Trump. And someone like Elise Stefanik supported the president through those tumultuous times. And I think they're going to be, um, you know, they're going to be rewarding her uh, quite, quite, um, quite shortly, uh, either with the support or the votes. But yeah, I think those things are going to be litigated in the press. We need to see a little bit more who's out there and who's willing to take over that third spot. But right now, it's pretty obvious that Liz Cheney has lost the support of, um, of Scalise and others in the House and the American people deserve someone, uh, you know, if you're a Republican, to actually support Republican values. Yeah. All right. Hogan Gidley, thank you so much for all your wisdom on this. Thanks so much, Dr. Gina. See you soon. All right. Coming up, young people don't want to go back to work when they can just wait on the next stimulus check. I mean, why would you work? But is there a trick to get them back to work? Bruce Lavelle, he says yes, and uh, he has a really creative way to get people off the couch and back into the office. Don't miss it. It's next, right here on Dr. Gina Primetime. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Back to Tina Primetime. Hey, make sure you check out, if you would, my podcast. Go to justthenews.com and you can click on podcast. Scroll down to you see my face and then please subscribe and please share it with your friends. And I'll count it a blessing if you do. We told you yesterday all about the brand new communication tool that President Trump is using. He launched the webpage called From the Desk of Donald J. Trump. And this isn't a social media site, much to the chagrin of many out there. It is just a place for the president to post his press releases and short messages to his followers. And someone over at Twitter was nice enough to start a Twitter account. And they copied and pasted a few pages of the messages from the president's page. And... Uh, that account was probably banned. Here with me now, our good friend, Bruce Lavelle. Bruce, you know, it's just not a very big surprise. Is it some swift action from Twitter there? Now they've got terrorists and Chinese, uh, yeah. uh, you know, all kinds of uh, horrible people on all over the place. They kill people and violate all sorts of human yeah. rights and uh, do ethnic cleansing and all sorts of things like that. But we can't repost quotes from our 45th president, or no. we will be banned. Yeah. Go ahead. Listen you, listen, you know, the great thing about this now, we talked about this before, is a fool will soon, a fool and their money will soon part their ways. And this is what's going on in the Twitter world. You saw yeah. the stock market. You saw what's going on in Facebook. But listen to what I've been saying for all along. What's great about America, Dr. G, is when you see foolishness going on and how you're treated and how you're disrespected, it spurs the greatest part of the American ingenuity for us to go out and build our own brand and our that's own right. small business. And that's pretty much how I built my business 26 years ago, 27 years ago. I, that, I got canceled working for some guy in the 80s in Sharpstown Mall in Houston, Texas. And said, you'll never own one of those stores, the jewelry stores, blah, blah, blah. You know, and so lo and behold, ribbon cutting 94. But my point is for all the viewers too, <laughs> every time they kick you down or whatever they try to do, that this should spur... A, a, an idea for you to say, you know what? I don't have to go over there. I can build something bigger and better. And let me tell you something about this this man, Donald Trump. That's the type of person he is. He fights to the end. He builds a building. He said, well, I didn't really like that kind of steel. What does he do? He goes back and builds a bigger and better one. So I'm very yeah. optimistic and happy. So it's actually a blessing in disguise, Dr. G. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. If they were going to do it, you know, again, the Dems, the one great thing about them, as corrupt as they are and as unaccountable to any sort of morality as they are, the great thing is they blink every time. We were talking about that earlier in the show. Um, Bruce, you came down to Palm Beach. Uh, we like to do the Palm Beach scoop here on this show since we broadcast right out of here. And uh, I had the pleasure of seeing you. And uh, you had the pleasure of meeting with the big guy. And uh, oh, that's a fancy yeah. picture right there. You yeah. and your beautiful wife both got gorgeous pictures with him. Are we only showing Bruce's picture? You know he has a better half. Yeah, well, Jason's a <laughs> little boss. bit of a sexist. The CEO Sorry of, the, the, of the LaBelle Empire. <laughs> yes, that's right. Um, so tell us what, what, how that went. What was the agenda? Tell us what you can tell us about that. Uh, well, it was a couple of visits. And I, the one good thing about it is it's always good to be face-to-face -face with anyone. You know, you can talk on the phone or you can see them on TV or whatever. But there's nothing like... You know, being in, in you know in the intimate proximity of being close together, talking eye to eye, you know, watching the actions. But listen, Doctor G, the best thing, and this felt so good. And I kept telling him, I felt 
I felt weird because I keep repeating myself. I said, man, you look great. You look great. Yeah. I'm like, yep. is that a guy thing to say? You know, you look great to another, you know, alpha male to alpha male. You know, my wife said, no, honey, I know what you mean. He just looks fabulous. And so, and that's true. He does, but you know, so Bruce, it is interesting, but, you know, obviously I hear from everyone who sees him and I see him often. He does look absolutely great. Um, he yep. just looks tan rested and ready for whatever he's getting ready to do. And it'll be big. We all know. Huge. Uh, but uh, that is the number one thing people say to me. They're like, I can't believe how great he looks. Everyone. He looks yep. so great. You know, and, and it really is true. Um, and so I always want to assure people of that. That he looks great. He sounds great. He's he's having a great. He's having. He's living his best life. Look, yeah. I wouldn't want to live in D.C. right now. That's for sure. And I wouldn't need to live in with a million knives in my back. Mm. Instead, he's getting ready for his next uh, big bout of uh, 3D chess. And I tell everyone they can be very assured of that. And you got that impression too, right? Yeah. Well, and that's all the reasons like us. And I saw my good friend Hogan on the earlier segment. And many of us, we re we haven't stopped out in, right. in the fight if you notice that you know january yeah. 6th january 7th uh november you know february march we're still going it's not like why still are you going? going i said what do you mean we're still working we're, we're just because we don't fight hold specific is. titles doesn't mean we're going to lay down and stop we're going to keep pushing That's america right. first agenda so yeah, you know, exactly hey. all right we got to get to this bruce because it's almost the end of the show we still have time for our meme of the day Here we see a Sonic fast food restaurant sign, and they have found a way to get some new workers to apply. The sign says that people can apply inside for the stimulus checks that they are issuing there twice a month. Bruce, there you go. You just have to use the terminology that young people understand. It's not a paycheck anymore. It's a stimulus check. You just have to work for it. 15 seconds, Bruce. Yeah, well, you know, listen, I've been going around, and I'm going out tonight again, and I go to restaurants, where really nice restaurants, where they're half full, and there's a 30-minute wait. They can't get any work. I said, how are you going to get the workers here? He says, you know what? We're going to give them free burgers and fries, and we're going to give them a, a little toy if they show up. And that's essentially what's going on out here, trying to check. entice workers to come to work. That's right. All right, Bruce, thanks for joining me, and thanks to all of you, your new home, Real News, RAV TV. Hug your children. Love your God. Go boldly now.